Welcome to Airwaves, the official podcast of the Naval Air Systems Command. I'm your host, Michael Lauren Pru, and today we're on the airwaves with the winning team of the 2018 NAVAIR Data Challenge, the Lakehurst Rebels. Joining us today are Caitlin Scrutato, an operations research analyst, Chris Jawowski, a computer engineer, and Amanda Conrad, also an operations research analyst. Now, before we dive into the challenge itself, I want to know more about each of you. Tell me about your jobs at NAVAIR. I'm Caitlin Scredato. I've been working at Lakehurst for about four years now, and um, I work in the cost department in support of the AdMax program. So, Chris? I, uh, I work at NAVAIR 4814, you know, Lake, Lakehurst Advanced Technology Project Branch. We're a program that's called Integrated Sport Environment. So it's a team that unites disparate data sources together in the Naval Aviation Sport Equipment, Aircraft Launching Recovery Equipment side. We um, build descriptive analytic reports. Essentially, it's historical metric reports, and we're moving into the area of predictive analytics and data science, so that kind of aligns nicely with this competition. Great. Now, Amanda. I'm Amanda Conrad. I also work on the integrated support environment team with Chris. I've been at NAVAIR for four years, and my role on the ISC team is more, I work primarily with aircraft launch and recovery equipment, historical data, and we also do text mining on the maintenance data. Now to the most important question of the day, your team name, Lakehurst Rebels. What's the story behind that? So we're all really big Star Wars fans, <laughs> and um, <laughs> the Data Awakens immediately made us think of The Force Awakens, and we're all, of course, we would want to be on the Rebellion, so <laughs> that's where that came from. <laughs> Good story. Works. That works. So on to the theme of this year's challenge. It was data-driven recruitment which is a bit different than the previous year. So tell me about it. What command issue were you trying to solve? We were really trying to focus on predicting separation and then um, also on the other hand, like predicting how, many, how much demand we would, we would need in the upcoming months and um, focusing on being able to use that for recruitment and retention of employees. So considering your background, human resources seems to be a bit outside of your normal swim lanes. What drew you to this challenge, and why did each of you decide to take part? For me, I went to school for statistics, so I really love to do anything that I can apply that. So even though I don't work in human resources, um, it seemed a really interesting way to apply my knowledge from school. I guess I'm trying to develop my expertise in data science and have an opportunity to, to tackle a new problem, an important you know, command problem, you know, very interesting. And then also me working in 4814, I'd love to say that I had some type of influence on how NAVAIR um, recruits people. I think that would be really cool to put on my resume. That, that, that is a, that's a good point. Um, on to you, Amanda. I, like Caitlin, have a background in statistics, so I like to be able to apply that. I think um, the human resources data, it's also something we never see, so it's interesting to see what kind of data they have, human resources, and how we can apply statistical models to it. When it comes to finding an innovative solution or a new way of tackling an issue, do you think that there's some benefit to being unfamiliar with the problem? Yeah, being outside of the human resource world really helped us look at the problem differently than maybe the human resources department would. Having the statistics background on our team, I think, also helped us to be able to choose the correct models to, to make these kind of predictions. Why is it important to use data analytics to manage the workforce? 
I think it's important because um, when you see the data as a whole on a large scale, you can maybe see trends that you don't see if you're focused on one single thing. And I think that's kind of what we brought, even though it seems obvious, a part of our project um, saw that as you get older, you have a higher likelihood of retiring rather than separating and vice versa. And that's kind of the trends that I think could become, could come out of um, data analytics. So it's interesting to see how much data science is growing at our command and providing valuable feedback. What does it mean to you to know that you have this very valuable skill set and you're all very young? How do you expect that to help grow your career? You're right when you say that. It, it does seem like the command is pushing for data science and that's really exciting because as you mentioned, that's in our uh, lane of interest. There's a lot of opportunities, things to do. In the past, you, you, would, you would hear that leadership would make decisions just based on you know, gut feeling or what they perceive as the biggest problems, but you know, using data science, trying to optimize for those type of decisions. You, know, you have you know, machine learning, image processing, so you have a lot of interesting things going on, deep learning, so it's a really exciting time. The command's making the advanced analytic platform available to the workforce, so now the workforce just from their NMCI seats are able to access some of these tools and that's, that's really great that, that they're doing that. Whereas in the past we, we would struggle where we couldn't be able, we weren't able to um, access some of these tools. So tell us about your project. What did you accomplish? We were trying to accomplish a way to give leadership a quick visualization of the whole entire workforce. So we have six main visualizations starting with a summary page that shows NAVAIR as a whole across all the main sites and then we use statistical models to develop a probability to determine for each employee whether they were going to separate by retirement or um, voluntary separation and we also predicted the trend in work years demanded for each competency in site and we looked at where employees went to school that transfers um, between different competencies within NAVAIR because we were told from a competency manager that that's also kind of like losing an employee for her so it would be nice to know you know what kind of people typically leave her competency and um, how she could, might could mitigate that risk and we also looked at uh, Navy Reserve data and got a summary of what their specializations were in, like if they had a contracts background, could they come in for this short-term work requirement? So that sounds like a lot of information <laughs> and a lot of data to manage. Looking back over your past six months, what would you consider was your greatest challenge? Definitely time was a huge challenge for us and getting it all out in the six months was very difficult and I think it was also to our benefit that we all took different parts of the task. We were all working on different parts of the visualizations and that's how we came up with so much data analysis. How did you manage your time to be able to participate in the data challenge between work and, and family life? Yeah, it, it was really hard. You know, I, I know I was working, you know, I was you know, doing this work on, during lunch hours and um, you know, in the mornings on the weekends, I'd wake up and you know, my wife would be asking me, why are you doing this? <laughs> She's like, are you, getting a, are you gonna get a promotion, a raise? Or I'm like, well, no. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was, it was really hard. Yeah, it, w it was hard to balance the time spent on the data challenge and outside, but I think that's where it came in. We had a really great team and we split up the work, even though Chris was 
powerhouse with some of the visualizations and the NoSQL database. But um, yeah, it was definitely helpful to have other people to support um, the effort. Yeah, it was difficult to manage doing all of our full-time work and then participating in this. I'm not sure if any of us had a lunch break in the past like six months, but it was worth it because it was a lot of fun to get to look at a new problem and meet a lot of great new people. So how did it feel to win the data challenge? For me, I wasn't at the, the data challenge the, at the summit because my, uh, my wife and I, we had a, a baby boy two months ago. So, so I wasn't able to be there, but as soon as we won it, as soon as they won, they called me up and notified me. And you know, I was shocked, you know, not, not because I didn't think we deserved it, I, I thought we did, just it was just you know, shocking to hear. And it, it was great recognition that you know, we, we worked so hard and we wound up winning. So. And we knew that there was stiff competition. So you mentioned the data summit. What would you say was the value in attending? It was really great to meet people from other NAVAIR sites and see what they did for the data challenge question because we were all asked the same question. We all had five different ways to approach it. Besides just getting to meet other people from NAVAIR, there were industry talks that were very interesting, also doing kind of data analytics in um, their various industries. After the summit, we were approached by another team even just to collaborate on what we did and what they did and how we could join forces and make a better tool in the future. And another really great part of the summit was um, the first day we had a kind of workshop class where they split us up to make sure you weren't at the same table as your whole team. So we got to do a lot of networking through the class and there was also a group activity similar to that during the summit where they split us into two teams and we really got to talk with the other um, team members from different sites and I think that was a really valuable experience. So from what I understand, you ended up combining teams at Lakehurst. How did this happen? I was talking to one of the, the other the guys on uh, the Statmate team, Greg. Right around checkpoint one, he notified me that his team was probably gonna be breaking up and I, I thought that was a great opportunity because I knew that they had some sharp people on their team. So we kind of set up a informal interview, kind of. So, so we interviewed, we kind of interviewed them and we, we thought they were great, had good uh, technical skills, and we brought them on and it was, it was a good, good fit. So harvesting those good minds, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, so what other factors would you say made your team successful? So we had strong statistic skills on the team, we had strong development skills on the team, we had general problem solving, but also kind of curiosity our teammates were kind of curious and exploring the data, trying to find interesting features in the data. No one volunteered us to participate, so we were all kind of willing participants, ready to engage, wanted to help solve an interesting command problem, to learn, to network, and you know have fun. I think that was that was key that we were all fully invested in, in solving this problem. Any lessons learned from participating in the data challenge that you plan to apply in your career in the future? There were some technical skills that picked up, like the advanced analytic platform, um, like the NoSQL databases, and get you know software version control. Some of those technical skills, but also working on a, like a data science team. Communication, communication was key. Internal team communication, where we had weekly face-to-face -face meetings, but also communication with external personnel, with mentors and advisors. We picked up a lot of great insights in terms to of our visualization. They helped us with some of the usability features of that, as well as adding in some interesting um, things such as the uh, internal competency separation transfers. So we picked up some great insights. As they, I mean, as they say, data science is a, is a team sport, so we learned how to 
collaborate on a data science project effectively, both from a technical and uh, non-technical perspective. And the ability to collaborate is, is especially important in an environment like Navair. Uh, Caitlin, Amanda, anything that you'd like to add to that? Any lessons learned for you? I definitely agree on the networking aspect. I think working as a team was a really great thing that we got to do. And I probably wouldn't have met any of the engineers if I wasn't part of this team. So I think it was a great way to meet some new people on the base and have fun with data. So <laughs> I agree with all that. I, I, I wouldn't have met these people if I hadn't. And it is a fun thing to do, even though it's a lot of work. You get to do something that's not on your normal work day and try out new stuff. And finally, why would you encourage others to participate in the Next Data Challenge? I think going along with what we've been saying so far, the networking part is really great and getting to meet different people on the base. It's just fun to approach a new problem, see what you can do. I, I think it's, it's, it's fun to, to work on a new problem that, that's important to the command. Yeah, I think it was a good uh, change of pace from our like normal day-to-day -day jobs. Getting the opportunity to work with new people was something that's a really great experience. Congratulations to all of you and to your team members for winning the 2018 Data Challenge. I appreciate you all being here with us today. And that's it for this edition of Airwaves. Thanks for listening.